0: You're listening to Alphabet Radio and this is Understanding Each Other with Kenya J. Scarlett.
1: Got no school in.
2: understanding each other, a social enterprise that brings awareness to mental health and vulnerable communities. And this radio show aims to do just that, mixed with some tunes hosted by me, Kenga J. Scarlett. On today's show, we are discussing racism against people of African and Caribbean heritage. Today, we'll feature a few more songs than usual. We opened with Nina Simone, who was an extremely talented musician and civil rights activist who lived through segregation in America. In this song, Ain't Got No, I've Got Life, she lists things that African-Americans have had to struggle with throughout history, and then lists the things that can be seen as things to be positive about, even though when you are going through a struggle, or even when the world seems like it's against you. Today, we'll hear a few stories from myself and two others who have experienced racism and how that has affected their mental health. One of those is a perspective from someone living in America at the moment. Let's start the conversation.
0: This is Alphabet Radio.
2: Please be advised that today's show will cover topics of racism and briefly death. Most of you will know why I've chosen the topic this month. The movement comes after the death of George Floyd. The death was unfair it was unjustly no man deserves to die in police custody um, no matter what the circumstances so i'm personally feeling a bit exhausted today as i'm recording this but in general i've been exhausted for the past two weeks since this has started but in all honesty i have been exhausted since the day i was fucking born for the skin that i was born into you know the world isn't in the favor of people of African and Caribbean heritage or any ethnic minorities for that matter if you were born white you probably wouldn't understand what this is like actually you won't understand what this is like because you are born into a certain privilege even if you don't know that the privilege is there it is there and it needs to be acknowledged so this week (laughs) this week and last week if you follow me on social media you will know that I have been a bit vocal I I've been very unapologetic about this. I've been vocal because, you know, everything that's going on in America and the protests are really affecting me, but it's more just seeing people's reactions to the protests and people not understanding why it is happening. Now, people need to realise that people aren't just protesting for the fun of it. People are protesting for lives being lost, for jobs not being gained, from racial slurs being said, for being paid less than our white counterparts. There's just so much, you know, poverty, homelessness, there is just so much disadvantage for vulnerable communities and black and African Caribbean communities. And you know, the police shootings in America are not new. Uh, The police in America have always treated black people in this terrifying way since, you know, they went over and stole them and enslaved them. I laugh because people don't realise that racism has never stopped. It may have got better from like better from enslaving black people to now just shooting black people. It's just crazy. And now they have Trump in power, who has clearly no regard for the African or Caribbean community. He has a history of racism himself. If you go on my social media page, I did a post which quoted all of the racist well some of, not even all of them some of the racist remarks he made and it is alleged i mean pretty much true that his dad was a member of the kkk if you don't know who the kkk are please also look that up because um, we don't have time to get into that today but it's fucked up and they're still around today by the way the kkk still exists um politicians are in the kkk in america just look it up Peaceful protests have taken place numerous of times but nothing ever changes. So I personally think, rightfully, people get pissed off like I am today and have been for the past two weeks and then the protests escalate. But please don't pay attention to the right-wing media as they will make you believe things that are just not true. If you are not careful, the newspapers will have you hating the people who are being oppressed and loving the people who are doing the impressing No names to be said, but the fucking Daily Mail. Let's not forget when American football player Colin Kaepernick did a protest by kneeling. White Americans then burned, yes, burned night products, but they aren't seen as thugs. And don't get me fucking started on white people who burn fucking crosses. Again, back to the KKK, who still exist in this world. Another example, when Covid restrictions came in in America, and I heard this story the other day, And then the person showed me videos of it and I can't believe I didn't notice it fucking angers me. But this other example is when COVID restrictions came in in America, white people, yes, white people, no black people who had guns on them, which is illegal in some states to carry your gun with you on the street, protested that the rules of the lockdown were unconstitutional and they have a right to be outside during the pandemic right these white people were carrying guns they stormed they stormed the town hall they were pushing police the police watched the videos did fuck all they're just oh please sir please sir can you just can you just like calm down if that was a fucking black person they would have been fucking shot the black person they wouldn't even had to try to struggle as soon as they saw the gun the black person would be shot i'm so fucking fed up and angry Oh, like you. these videos are online please go and watch them you can even stop listening to this show if you want to watch them urgently like please it's pressing just watch these videos it's crazy if you don't think racism exists i'm sorry you really really need to go away and do your research because this stuff is out there it's not fake there are videos you can see this shit online So, yeah, it's okay for white people to go crazy and protest during a pandemic, but it's not okay for black people to do it. All right, okay, that makes so much sense.
3: You slipping now don't catch you slipping now look what i'm whipping up this is america don't catch you slipping now don't catch you slipping now look what i'm whipping up this is america don't catch you slipping now look how i'm living up police be tripping now yeah this is america guns in my area i got the strap i got to carry em. No. Don't catch you slipping now. Look what I'm whipping now. Look how I'm kicking now. I'm so pretty I'm on Gucci. I'm so pretty. I'm on Gucci. This is selling That's On my Kodak. Black. Ooh, know that. 100 bands, 100 bands. 100 bands. Contraband, 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 I got the plug on who Whoa, they gonna find you like a plow
1: America. I just checked my following listen. You, you motherfuckers somebody. owe me.
2: That was childish Gambino, this is America. I could go on about this topic for hours uh, which I have been if you've been following me on social media like I said before but seeing as we only have an hour together I thought I would briefly touch on my personal experiences of race and racism throughout this show but first I wanted to share a clip that somebody sent me about their experiences. When I listened to this I actually got a bit emotional and teared up a little bit because everything that is being said is just so so real and I can feel it in her voice I can feel that passion on this topic and feel, you know, that they're hurting. And I think they explain quite simply, but quite truly why peaceful protests can then turn into something more.
4: I think this has taken me about four times to record this because I don't know really what to say. The past week, I've never felt so angry and desensitized at the same time. I'm angry that someone looks like me is murdered in broad daylight in front of someone i believe it was a 17 year old that filmed george floyd's last moments but i'm so desensitized to the point that i don't feel anything because i'm so used to seeing black people get killed not even people i know but you see it on the news you see it on social media you see people tweeting, say his name, say her name, it starts to become numb to you because it's literally every day. To the point where, in regards to my mental health, I don't think I've ever felt this low since this whole pandemic started. I haven't been home in about three months. And I thought I was fine, but just seeing George's murder, Brianna's murder, it kind of just took my mental health for a spin, and I've never felt more low before. To the point where I was thinking, is is this it? Is this life now? Am I just going to see people who look like me be killed every single day? Am I going to see the police stop and search me for trying to get to work? I wouldn't say that the protests are a bad thing. There is so much you can do with silent protests Until it becomes pointless and you have to have a reaction to make an action. I'm not saying that, you know, looting is bad. I'm just saying, what do you expect? What can you expect, really? Being silent doesn't add to anything at all these days. So if you see people destroying property, stealing things... Instead of condemning them for destroying property or stealing from whatever, the American dollar, the Great British Pound, ask why. I remember an article about the 2011 London riots. I remember there was an article about it, and it was the reaction of the protesters who were destroying property and looting. I remember one quote so vividly. This person said that they felt so powerful. They felt powerful scaring the police. Because now they know how we feel. And that article stuck with me. So at the end of it, now you know how we feel. Every single time you see protests happening. Every time you see so many people looting Every time you see people standing up and shouting in all caps on Twitter or voicing their opinions on their Instagrams, on their Facebook, on their Twitters, now you know how we feel.
2: Thank you for sharing that with us. So I'm going to be making a lot of references to things that I've been saying on social media recently. You know, I have been quite active on this topic, so I kind of don't want to repeat myself too much, but you can find me on Instagram at Kenya.Scarlet and on Twitter at KenyaScarlet. Now it started, so obviously I'm, (laughs) I'm quite a vocal person, I'm very for people's rights, mental health rights, vulnerable communities. You know, I'm very open and I just want everybody to be equal, respected and understood. And then the Black Tuesday blackout happened and I wasn't actually where it was happening because I wasn't on social media, like being active on social media at the time, as in going through scrolling, etc., etc. And then I saw people posting this pic who I know have voted Tory, who I know do not care about vulnerable communities, working class, black people, ethnic minorities, because if they really did, they wouldn't vote for Boris Johnson, who is a massive fucking racist, to put it quite bluntly. And I'm sorry to get political, but these things are political and you can't escape from them. We need to talk about them. And I got really upset because I'm seeing people who say they care about black lives. But do you really? Now, I'm going to ask that question to all of you. Do you really care about black lives? What have you done? What is your voting history? What have you done in the past to help black lives? What have you promoted? What have you said to your friends, your family? Have you spoken out to racists? Have you stood up for black people? What have you done? So basically, I'm seeing people who I know have been outright indirectly racist or putting the pick up when I've not heard them speak up about anything before, which I think is fine because people are learning, but I think you can't just post a pick and then not say anything before or afterwards. So, I saw people doing this and I was just like, fuck this, I'm so angry. So I did one post and then every day since I've just done another post, so you could check that out. But I'm doing it because I'm I'm angry. I'm angry and I'm doing it because it's made me think about my heritage, it's made me think about my friends, it's made me think about my family and i know in america like in this country like people that people have been shot unfairly but it's not as much as in america but injustices in this country come about in different ways you know it's kind of ingrained in our culture and our societies i think and you know it's a lot it's a lot of ignorance i'm not going to say everybody's outright racist but it, there is a lot of ignorance and there's a lot to be learned you know i don't blame people too much for thinking in this way because it's really really it's a really complicated topic and we quite simply don't learn about this shit in school and it's not even it's not exactly something that white parents are just going to turn around and talk to their kids about but you know this must change so a bit about me and my background i i'm mixed race my race is mixed race but my ethnicity is black british now i'm not going to get into the ins and outs of what the difference between race and ethnicity is because i've had this conversation way too many times in my life and it makes me upset that actually no black people ever say this i'm a sister to black people but to white people when i say i'm black they're like but you're not you're not black how can you be black so one if somebody's telling you that they are something just shut the fuck up (laughs) basically just shut the fuck up and try not to get defensive because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about so my dad's side of family is Jamaican, Jamaican Foo my grandparents are from the Windrush generation, that's a whole other topic that we don't have time to get into, which is another reason Britain fucking suck, because the last time they deported people was only in February this year, even though it was the government who destroyed the documents of the people who came over here who were asked to work. And then my mum's side of family so my mum is mixed race she is Saint Vincent and her mum is Finnish so basically if you want to get technical white people if you want to get technical I am three quarters black thank you very much (laughs) not that I have to try and you know I'm just fed up of even having to explain this to people you know yes some people might see black as a skin color but Also, black is an identity and you need to kind of learn the history behind it before you go spewing your defensiveness or your opinions or whatever you want to talk about. I have no idea anymore. Anyway, I spoke about kind of the Windrush generation thing, the Windrush scandal. Sorry, you should look into it. But also the slavery compensation in this country. If you paid tax up until 2015, did you know that you paid towards the millions now worth in this day and age billions of pounds to slave owners you gave money to slave owners because apparently slave owners needed to be compensated at the end of slavery but the slaves families of the slaves didn't need to be compensated and haven't had a penny since i'd love to hear an explanation on that because i think that is fucking wild absolutely wild like why have i as a black woman, paid for my ancestors' slave owners. What the fuck is that about? <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I can't... Uh, I just. I'm, right, I'm just going to stop getting on this topic because it's just, it angers me, it angers me so much. Uh, uh, uh. So I'm just going to have a break because I can feel myself getting warm, sweaty, heated about this topic. But I just wanted to play my favourite song now by Kendrick Lamar. You know, everybody knows Kendrick is a genius. But every time I hear the lyrics on this specific song, the hairs on my neck stand up. First of all, that he explains that complexion doesn't mean a thing. And also, I love the line in this song. I always kind of put it back or repeat is dark as the midnight hour or bright as the morning sun. Give a fuck about your complexion. I know what the Germans done. This kind of... it's brilliant this kind of makes me reflect on how the education system fails everybody from disadvantaged or vulnerable backgrounds because we don't learn about black histories and the crimes against humanity that britain have done throughout history and trust me you know white people aren't fucking saints yes you won world war one and two congrats your fucking nations you beat hitler but there are worse people than fucking hitler and those were the people who went over to africa australia america and stole lands and stole people from where they were fucking living and more people died during those times than they did in world war one and two and i'm not saying learning about world war one or two isn't valid it really really is valid and it's important to know but we don't need a hundred lessons on it in school how about just one or two and then we can also talk about all the other histories that we should be learning about Including LGBTQ plus histories, by the way, because that is also important. This song also makes a lot of references to slavery. This is Complexion by Kendrick Lamar. I'm with this
5: Dark as the midnight hour, how bright as the morning sun. Give a fuck about your complexion. I know what the Germans done. Sneak, sneaking through the back window. I'm a good field nigga. I made a flower for you out of cotton just to chill with you. You know I go the distance. You know I'm ten toes down, even if that's a listening. Cover your ears, he about to mention complexion.
6: Two steps who steps me The don't mean a thing. It's is soul of love complexion. come back who And
5: all feels the same It's is soul of love Dark is the midnight hour, how bright as the morning sun, brown skin get it but your blue eyes tell me your mama can't run Sneaky Sneak me through the back window. I'm a good-filled nigga. I made a flower for you out of cotton just to chill with you. You know I go the distance. You know I'm ten toes down even if mess are listening. I got the world attention. So I'm going to say something that's vital and critical for survival of mankind. The feline color should never rival. Beauty is what you make making. I used to be so mistaken by different shades and faces. Then Wick told me, "Your woman is woman. Love the creation. It all came from God. Then you was my confirmation. I came to where you reside and looked around and see more sights for sore eyes. Let the willie." Really there, we reverse a million times with Conflection. Conflection. Ooh, Ooh,
6: complexion. Who's Who's
7: Keep your head up, when did you stop? Love and die Color your skin Color your eyes That's the real blues, baby Like you man J's, baby uh, You blew me away You think more beauty in blue, green and gray North. Twelve years a twelve years of age. Thinking my shade too dark. I love myself. I no longer need you, put enforcing my dark side like a young George Lucas. Light don't mean you smart. Being dark don't make you stupid. A frame of mind for them busters ain't talking woo-ha, Need a paradox for the paradox they tutored, Like two tides, LL, you lose two times. If you don't see your beautiful and your complexion, it ain't complex to put it in context. Find the air beneath the kite, uh, That's a context, yeah, baby, I'm conscious. Ain't no contest. If you like it, I love it. All your earth tones been blessed. Ain't no stress, jigger wanna be. I ain't talking J, mm mm, I ain't talking B. I'm talking days we got school, watching movie screens. And spike your self esteem, the new James Bond gon' be black as me. Black as brown hazelnut, cinnamon, black tea. And it's all beautiful to me Call your brothers magnificent Call all the sisters queens We all on the same team Blues and Piru's No colours ain't a thing
0: Taking over Soho Radio's Culture Channel This is Alphabet Radio
8: Someone's walking over my grave Sudden shiver, taking a dip in a river in winter Cold breeze, caressing frozen cheeks, you're heartless Someone's walking over her grave Sudden shiver, moving the pieces of her within her Boldly pretending you're wrong Reflect the light off the water. It glimmers. Sea breeze. You.
2: Welcome back to Understanding Each Other here on Alphabet Radio. Today we are talking about racism. That was Kelsey Lou Atlantic from her album Blood. And before that was Kendrick Lamar Complexion. I love Kelsey Lou. I'm not sure many people know who she is, but she's magnificent. She's enrapturing. She's just, ah, she's lovely. She's brilliant. She's actually one of the most performative artists I've ever seen. I was transfixed when I saw her. It was more like a kind of theatre show than a music show, sort of. And when I saw that show, she explained that that song was actually about the people who lost their lives at sea travelling on slave boats. Now, the options were either be a slave or jump to your death at sea. Which makes me really upset to think about. Like, imagine if those were your two options. If someone just says to you, right, you can come and be a slave and you have no idea what the future holds or whatever, but you are ruled by me and you're just going to be working and you have no rights for the rest of your life. Or you can jump in the sea and die. That's basically what the two options were. And even if you, you know, you decided that, well, not even decided, but even if you didn't have a choice and you were staying on the boat, a lot of people died anyway because the conditions were so unsanitary and a lot of people died in transit.
0: We are the alphabet.
2: So all people of African or Caribbean heritage are subject to racism in whatever way. Sometimes the racism may differ slightly, but it is still racism. There has been so many times that I have experienced racism and ignorance, but these are a few of my faves. And when I say faves, they obviously bring me no fucking joy or pleasure whatsoever. And a lot of these I am covering on socials again, so I try not to spend too much time with them. But a few of the classic ones are. Where are you from? Oh, you know, I'm from Milton Keynes. No, but where are you really from? What does that even mean? So my favourite thing to say to people when they say that is I'm from my mum's fucking vagina. Like, what Like what? even even do you say? I think it's okay to be curious, but there are ways to word it. So it's like when you say, where are you really from? You're just assuming that they, you know, they can't be British or they must have be from somewhere. Do you know what I mean? You know, I'm curious when I meet people, what their background is. But I wait at least a couple of hours until I've gotten to know them. They might say it first, or I just kind of, or the topic might come up, and I might just be like, "Oh, what's your heritage?" You know, just 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 phrase it differently. One I love, another one I love, but I don't actually love. I fucking hate it. Is kind of being like an all weird fucked up token to people when you've got with them for the first time, as in like kissed them or had sex, and then. They're like, oh, you know, I've never got with a black girl before. Like, oh, you're my first. And it's like, okay. (laughs) Like, the fact that you even feel the need to have to tell me, like, you know, I'm, I'm doing something good for the world here. I'm putting my dick in a black woman. It's fucking great. You know, what the fuck is that shit about? Like, I hate that moving down I'm just going through my list because I've written so much but I don't have time to go through it all that kind of angry black girl stereotype so if you defend yourself or if you get angry at anything suddenly you're being aggressive and intimidating when you know white people are allowed to shout and scream all the time and you know they're not scary they're just upset they're just upset and you know it's really really hard to be a white woman or man in this world or non-binary person in this world I'm not saying, sorry, I'm not so sorry, that came off a bit weird. I'm not saying that white people's emotions aren't valid. I'm just saying that it seems to be okay for white people to get angry, but not for black people to be angry. Another one is, can I touch your hair? Quite simply, the answer is fucking no. Don't touch my hair. It's fucking weird. Like, how weird is it if you just go up to a stranger and just ask to touch their hair? I just have to Pause. <laughs> And think about it, because it's so fucking weird. I don't want people touching me. Like, okay, if I invite you to touch me, then touch me. But there has to be, you know, it's, ah, it's, just, it's just fucking weird. Another one of just, like, being followed around the shop because they think you're going to steal, which is quite, it's just bizarre. And it makes you feel really uncomfortable as well, especially as someone who's got, like, anxiety, you know. It's not, it's not nice. I remember once I went to the Lake District on my own, I drove up there and you had to kind of pay on your last day for your stay so i had stuff i literally just i had a figure i had a crate of beers so i just went downstairs and put the crate of beers in the morning in my car because you know i was just getting ready to leave i didn't have my bag on me i just put the crate of beers in the car the woman who owned the place like came outside and just sat there and i was just like like watching me, and I just went upstairs and got another thing. And she was just like, "Are you gonna pay?" And I was just like, "Yes, I'm gonna fucking pay. I'm just putting some shit in my car. Like, what? like, just what? <laughs> like, just give me a fucking second. Like, I'm not leaving yet. I don't have to pay. Like, oh, and just another things so like my name. Like, my name warrants weird things. Like people singing the fucking Lion King song, having to use a different name for taxis because they don't actually believe I'm a real person." These are just some of the things I can go on this for ages and I am going to continue going on about it on my social media page. So I know I keep making reference to that, but it is more all these things are kind of more in depth from there. I get called white because I like rock music, but then I'm black again once I listen to hip hop or reggae. Or I can't be black because I'm veggie and don't eat chicken, which is actually bizarre because in Rastafari culture, they actually have a vegan diet. Yet we're all stereotyped to be. Well, I'm not Rastafari, sorry, but black people stereotyped, you know, people with dreadlocks they must sit around smoke weed and eat fucking chicken that's not the fucking case they're actually vegan and also like a genre of music your clothes what you wear how you act the food you eat doesn't make a difference on the fucking color of your skin okay and this really really pisses me off and i've had this a lot in my fucking life just because i like rock music or i'm fucking veggie means that suddenly i'm not a woman of color what the fuck is that about like, if you're white and listen to reggae, are you suddenly black? No, obviously you're not, so shut the fuck up. I'm getting heated again, and getting heated again. So on this theme, this time I'm going to play a song by Solange featuring Samtha, which is called Don't Touch My Hair. I couldn't resonate with this song more, you know, and she kind of explains the topic beautifully in this uh, song. So here it is. Don't
9: touch my hair When is the feeling Don't touch my soul When it's a rhythm, I know Don't touch my crown They see the vision I've found Don't touch what's there
2: above of course has impacted my mental health and I could go on and on about this topic but I guess it's a really hard thing for me and others at the minute because whatever we say whatever we try and talk to people about whatever we try and educate people about it feels like you're not being heard and you're not being understood and you're still being mistreated and the things you say are kind of taken out of context as well we just want to be equal but we're not and anyone who thinks we are is incorrect. And I want to stress that, you know, sometimes these things happen and sometimes people aren't just aware of how they make people feel, which is why it's like really, really important to listen. If someone of African or Caribbean heritage is telling you something they find uncomfortable, then listen to them. Stop and don't get defensive because if they are flagging it, you probably are doing something wrong. So, yeah, please, please listen and don't ignore it. As I worked to promote mental health, I actually looked into the mental health statistics for, you know, the links to racism. Similarly to like what I said before, research shows that experiencing racism is stressful and can harm mental and physical well-being. So, I'm just going to go through a few of the stats that I found, which, you know, are actually really difficult to hear. Firstly, black and ethnic minorities who experience racism may be more likely to experience depression or psychosis. As well as this, risk of psychosis in black Caribbean groups is nearly seven times higher than the white population. On top of this, the inequalities and disadvantages that black and ethnic minorities face can be things that affect mental health. For example, homelessness, poverty, unemployment and being paid less than white counterparts can all contribute to mental health difficulties. Black British people are detained under the Mental Health Act at a rate of 272 detentions per 100,000 people. White British is 64 people per 100,000. People from black and ethnic minority groups are more likely to be detained compulsory under the mental health legislation. Now, this next one really gets to me. So, black people detained under the mental health legislation are 29% more likely to be forcibly thats forcibly restrained than white patients and 50% more likely to be placed in seclusion and more likely to be diagnosed as psychotic. Similarly, people of African and of Caribbean descent are 50% more likely to be referred to mental health services via the police than their white counterparts. These stats need to change. Now, i've done a lot of talking throughout this show so now let's talk to a woman with african caribbean heritage from the
10: uk living in new york in new york new york city um it's a strange time at the moment with everything that's going on i mean you know we're dealing with a pandemic and then you know you're seeing a video of a black man being killed on camera for 10 minutes and it's really affected like the whole country and especially For me, who's a person of color, who I'm not even from here, it's really, really strange on, and it's been difficult to like, sort of comprehend like the situation and really figure out how I feel about it. Because for me, I've only seen this stuff from coming to America. Like you'd see it on the news in the UK, but you'd only see what the news and media want to give you, right? But here you're actually living it so, you know, two nights ago, I get a alert on my phone, emergency alert, which is like, you have to be inside by 11 PM because there's a curfew. And it's like, what the fuck? Like we've already had limited freedom for like three months already. And now we're being told to curfew. Now it's been changed like to 8 PM. So from yesterday, it's 8 PM till 5 AM. No one's allowed out apart from essential workers. Um, and yeah, that's until Sunday, but for me, like what I've seen is, so from my apartment, you can see um, one of the bridges that go from Queens to Manhattan, and it's just lined with police cars. Like there's just police cars everywhere, monitor. Is know. there
2: people on the bridge or? Yeah,
10: so last night, um, people got stuck on the manhattan bridge and they were locked both sides between police that's crazy and they couldn't that's yeah, dangerous couldn't get actually, off. it's really really dangerous it's it, it's insane you know and the fact that trump is calling you know the military on his own citizens it's like i don't want to i don't for one it's like at first i was like should i go and protest should i not but if i really have to think about it it's one i'm a person of color I'm not from here so I have everything to lose if something was to happen and I get let's say it probably wouldn't happen but if I was to get put in a jail cell then do I have the money to get out who do I contact I'd get deported straight back to the UK yeah. so there's so much to to risk as well and it's getting dangerous like when it gets towards the evening because you see that people are coming out that aren't there for George Floyd, you know, and it's mixed in with the peaceful protests and stuff. So it's just crazy. Yeah. I guess, can you
2: like, you're saying as it gets towards the evening, can you like feel the energy change? Like
10: are, are people like on edge? Is the energy different? Yeah. The en- the energy has been different since last week, like six days ago when the Minnesota riot started happening. Um, because people knew that it was gonna come here. Like I'd speak to people and they'd say, New York, New York's gonna be next. And there was like peaceful protests. But then I heard like my friend go through Manhattan the other morning, he rode through Manhattan and it was, it was destroyed, like mm. shop windows, broken into all of that stuff. Um, one of my friends who lives in the Bronx said that rioters went through a community near her that were all black and Latino owned businesses and they were just ruined. But so yesterday I go out because I went to the shop actually because it was shut in at six o'clock and I like, I felt different. Maybe it wasn't intentionally the energy that was there, but for me, I just felt like, how are people seeing me as a person of colour? Do they feel sorry for me? Do they think I've been writing? Do they think I've been protesting? It's just for me, it's a different energy because now I feel like people, especially white people asian people are probably looking at us differently like
2: recognizing us more definitely and i guess it's one of those things even if that's not the case because of everything that's going on like mental health wise you are a bit anxious you you will be a bit on edge because that's how you're feeling inside as a person of color um and kind of on that topic do you feel yourself or anyone around you feel a bit anxious about going outside or you know even just going to the shop?
10: Yeah, you know, my roommates, definitely. um, They were out the other night when the protests were coming down Fifth Avenue and they felt like, you know, had to get home straight away. I think people just don't want to be, for me, like the people that I know, don't really want to be out. But then there's some people that I do know that want, you know, they want to go and protest, um, but they will listen to the curfew and come back. So I think it's, you know, going to the shop where I am in particular isn't essentially where the, you know, protests and rights have been happening. So it's not as uneasy to go down the shop. But like right now, I wouldn't go into Manhattan.
2: Thank you for speaking to me. We actually had a long conversation after this chat about race. I stopped the recording on my microphone, but I still had my backup recording. And then they told me about two instances of racism that they've experienced since living in America. And I, honestly was gobsmacked and i couldn't believe my ears that this shit happens so i i really felt it was important to share so i asked for their permission and then i pulled it for a recording
10: the first first few months of being here like i experienced two racial experiences Mm. towards me one was where i was literally on facetime to my mum i was going down fifth avenue And someone was yeah. like, go yeah. back to your own country. We don't want your kind here. We don't fucking want your kind. And I looked at what? her. I her yeah, I yeah. caught her eye. She was like, yeah, you're kind. And my mum was on Facebook. And my mum yeah. was like, what the fuck's just happened? And I was like, this yeah. just saying that. It's fucking she- wild over there, man. And then the other time, I was on a packed subway, right? Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon. Sat down in between these two guys. This guy got straight up and dropped his phone, right? I picked up and was like, you've dropped your phone. He snatched it from me. He then stood up against the doors when the train was moving and spat at me twice. What? Spat at me. Fuck that, man. What the fuck? And the thing is, I'm not going to say shit because people carry guns, people carry knives. Like, I don't know. I'm not from here. Like, I don't know Mm. what to do. The next stop, I just got off and went in a different carriage. Mm. But just from being there... Literally a few months I'd experienced twice. We are nearly out of time, but I
2: just wanted to say a big, big thank you to those who are out there fighting for the rights of black people. Knowing allies are out there is really comforting, and I'm noticing it's mostly the younger generation. So thank you for being active in making the change. And, you know, this is white people included. And I'm kind of obviously black people always going to stick up for their rights and we're always going to struggle. But white people getting involved and acknowledging their privilege is wonderful to see. And, you know, if you're not a very vocal person, like, you know, I know I'm quite vocal and quite out there, but, you know, there are so many other ways you can get involved and make a difference without being vocal. You know, you can share social media posts for the people who are vocal or who don't maybe don't have a voice or, you know, there are so many... So one thing I've done is there are so many campaigns on Change.org Fighting for ethnic minorities. Uh, you can go through, there's like one for get black histories put in the education in Britain. There's loads about people wrongly accused in America, getting them set free, you know, bringing justice to police officers who have killed black people in America. Yeah, so take a look and you can also donate to the causes as well, which is a massive help. And I'll also say pick up a few books and read a few articles on racism and the history before thinking you know everything about race. We can always learn more about vulnerable communities, racism, sexism, homophobia, transphobia, everything. You know, including myself, I'm always, always learning, but, you know, I'm willing to learn, and I hope that that's how change happens, is that people need to be willing to learn even if they don't know, you know, how you're feeling or how people are feeling. Most importantly, just listen to what people are saying And don't get defensive if people are calling you out. Now a song you know is a protest, black empowerment song through and through. Here's Get Up, Stand Up by Bob Marley. Get
11: up, stand up. Stand up for your right. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right. Fight. Preacher man, don't tell me heaven is on the dear.
2: Free of Understanding Each Other, hosted by me, Kenya J Scarlett. You can find our online store and more information about understanding each other at www.understandingeo.com. Socials for UEO are at Understanding EO for Instagram and UnderstandEO for Twitter and Facebook. My socials, which I've been talking about a lot during this show, are at Kenya.Scarlett for Instagram and at Kenya Scarlett for Twitter, and also on my own social enterprise page i've been doing quite a few educational posts so if you want to learn a little bit or just check them out just head on over there this show was produced by me and executive producer seb white for broadcast on alphabet radio you can listen back to this and all shows on alphabetpride.com forward slash radio to play us out today, I want you to put your fists in the air. This is our final Black Empowerment song. This is Public Enemy, Harder Than You Think. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you in a month. And remember to fight the power and to start the conversation. got a feeling
7: you turning oh, into a public enemy, man. Now, remember that mind you was kicking to me on the way out to L.A. Loudoun and Queens while we was in the car on our way to the shop? Well, y'all, right now, kick the
6: bass for them brothers and let them know. What goes on? And jagger, not sagging. sprawling backwards. I'ma leave it at that. Daddy got nothing to do with that. Check the facts. Expose those cats who pose as heroes. Take advantage of blacks. The government's gangster. So cut the crap. A war going on. So we all in. It's responsibility. After police, who's stopping you from killing me? this ass is fiestas, a loop by PE. If his eyes teller, we believe in TV. The rich bitches is new think about snitches. Watch the masses move as the masses switches. System distant, but barely missed her. My soul and to save my brothers and sisters.
7: Tell them just like that, you know what I'm saying? Cause yo, let me tell you a little something, man These brothers run around hard-headed They get a little jealous, you know what I'm saying? Just like that, you know, they try to bring you
6: down with them But yo, Chuck, you got to tell them just like like that that. Screaming gangster 20 years later Of course it does, while consciousness faded New generations believe in them fables Gangster pokey on two turntables So no love, so it's easy to hate it Desecrated while the car is Any given sudden, so we y'all rated. With slavery lynching and them drugs infiltrating. I'm like that doll, Chucky, baby. Keep coming back to live love life like I'm crazy. Keep it moving, rising to the top. Duck, fresh, clean, living, you don't stop. Revolution means change, don't look at me strange. So I can't repeat what the rappers be saying. If you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. Harder than you think is a beautiful thing. Get up!
7: Here at Alphabet Radio, our aim is to queer the cultural conversation to enable social change. We asked members of the Alphabet community what something like this radio station means to them, and this is what they said.
9: Being an Alphabet person to me means
10: so much. It means I can be myself. It means that I can have pride and faith in who I am.
2: And most of the time, I like who I am, even if it's not always particularly easy. It's about having a sense of identity, but knowing that that might change and kind of being excited to see who I'm gonna become. Sometimes knowing who you are also means knowing what you want. And I want to hear more queer voices and more queer ideas and ways of being and exploring understanding the world. Being a member
10: of a really cool and supportive community, there's nothing more beautiful than living your truth. Taking a stand and saying, this is me, this is who I love.
2: I'm looking forward to Alphabet Radio because it's going to be a breath of fresh air in the industry. It gives queer people a platform to tell their stories, but also to be
10: creative. I want to hear voices from the margins not as tokens or sidekicks or afterthoughts. Because a queer radio show made exclusively by queer people talking about a wide variety
2: of topics that don't exclude any member of the queer community is what we need. Such a great tool for building support and solidarity and reaching out to people and
10: helping them be themselves. The radio is such an important medium to amplify voices that are usually silent.
0: A radio station by the queer community for everyone. You're listening to Alphabet Radio.